Welcome to Nigeria Daily. My name is Martia Umar. Thank you for joining. Imagine the whole of Kano State and about half of Biosa State without food, or the combined populations of Katuna and Bauchi States going hungry. Imagine the number of people, as projected in the 2016 report by National Bureau of Statistics (NBS). That represents the number of people said to be affected by food crisis that is hitting 21 states of Nigeria and the FCT, according to some reports. That is 14.4 million Nigerians. And crisis level is described as at least one out of five households in the target area suffering from significant food consumption deficit. Today on the show, we will be discussing this development and get to hear from experts how to avert the crisis, which may last till May 2022, according to reports from Kada Harmonize and corroborated by the Food and Agriculture Organization and other experts. How did we get here? I put this question to an agricultural economist from the University of Ibadan, Professor Victor Okorua. During this period, we have a lean period uh, because we are not using irrigation for agriculture. Again, don't forget, we're also, we're also having crisis in our hand in terms of the insurgency. You know that, hmm. okay? And which has driven a lot of people away from their farms and from their place of residence, especially farmers in the north particularly, who would have farmed also some parts of the southern part of Nigeria. And so this, again, accumulates to what FAO might be suggesting or insinuating will be the cause of having 14,000 plus people, a million people, getting into what? Into food crisis. Yes. Of course, of recent, you know what has happened with respect to fuel. Okay. Now, fuel has brought about another trouble in, in the sense that it has brought inflation. You know, many Nigerians depend on the fuel, first for transportation. Now, if there isn't enough fuel to move food products from the rural area to the urban area, of course, what do you expect? Food prices will go up. Only the very few who are rich or who have access to monetary resources can be able to feed themselves. While others who, are, who don't even have enough, how will they feed themselves? And again, not only fuel, when we talk of fuel, it's not only petrol, even the diesel, you know how much diesel is going now. And a lot of our processing, agro-processing industry use diesel. They don't have enough money to purchase diesel. How will the value chain line progress? So it will, it, will, it, will, it will kind of bring a shock into that place so that production will decline, output will also decline. Mm-hmm. So these are issues. So if FAO is projecting, yes, there is likelihood because of these three factors. All right, so now that we have over 200 million people in Nigeria, and of course, we need to get this production out. We need to go into food production because the food, of course, aids development uh, of the nation. So how much amount of food do we need to produce and how do we go about this? Mm-hmm. Let me use that of rice. And of course, you have done well in rice now. Hmm. You know, they've done very well in rice, but do for the federal government coming out and showing us say they are doing pyramid of rice. Mm. It's very sarcastic. What are you talking? What should you do all that? Yes, that has helped us. So we are getting more food secured in terms of rice. 
And rice has become almost the food, back, the food minimum food base of Nigerians now. Okay? So if we improve on that, of course, we will be food secure gradually and improve on the other grains, like the sorghum, like the millet, and maize particularly. Once we do that, we will be food secure. I don't think we should import any food if we help ourselves very well. Mm. And if government, if they are serious, to want to improve agriculture. You know now agriculture has moved a bit because now we have contract farming. Yes. That's why the Danes and the rest, they contract farmers to produce some of these and they supply the inputs, okay? So we have this going on. But that is for food cash crops like rice, like beans, and things like cassava probably, and maybe yam now because we try to start exporting yam. That was Professor Victor Korua, an agri-economist from the University of Ibado. How do Nigerians feel the crisis? I visited a family of five in Karmajiji, a suburb in the Federal Capital Territory, and here is what they say. My name is Madam Gladys. I did talk from Karamajiji. Now, the thing where they worry me now is say this economy is done bad. I get five children. Before that, when they say, Garina Poma food, Garina Poma food. Now, Gari one mudu nana, 500 naira. How we will be poor man go feed by Gari one mudu for 500 naira? How I want to feed us? I want to feed the family. Things they really hard. Eh? To even see food chop for three days. Now, Allah. How does he want to see food chop? Where we say even Garina, where we say now be the cheapest thing for market now. Garina one mudu na 500 naira. I just pray to God, make you help me and my children, make you feel seafood chop. Now only God will help us. So. The economy really don't hurt for us. So. That was Madame Gladys, a mother of five children. Some food vendors around the area also had this to say. First, it's really affecting us. So. Before we buy one model of ABC, like 500 naira. But now it's 1,005. And we are still selling plates of food. Uh, uh, 300. You just officer, we just had a rest. That's selling 400. There's no gain. In fact, we are just laboring. We are just managing. And we live. Things are very difficult. Mudu of Gari that you buy 300, 250. Now 500 naira. Look at rice. Look at oil. Look at granite oil. 1,000 now. Granite oil. Eh? See tomatoes. In fact, things are getting worse every day. Hey, they affect me well, well, I'm not gonna lie. Where we start this business, we start with uh, Mudu of rice, 350. Beans 250. Now, mudu of beans is 1002. Rice 900. Depends. Now, local one, forest is one two. You didn't see your gain at all? Now, small, which gain? My children don't chop, but thank God. So, how now they survive with the gain really? Any small one will manage up, will go back to market again. So, even people they collect credit before they sell the market. They say they, they think will increase again. Mm. Ah, I go back, go village, you know. <laughs> I go find now. I know if they find how they talk now. I go village, go find small now. I go do. Where you are from, you cannot hungry. Mm, there's no gain for food now, no. If we carry money now, enter market, you never see anything buy. If we even buy one, one mudu of beans, your money go finish. You can't cook now, you never go say, see that money again. But Everything don't cost. We'll go on a break, but we will be back shortly to stay with us. www.delitrust.com That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. 
In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. You can listen to or download this and other episodes on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9, Yola, and on Unity FM 93.3, Jazz. In this episode, we're discussing the ballooning food crisis in Nigeria and how it can be averted. So how can the crisis be averted? Professor Victor Korua speaks further. Yeah, and the important thing is for governments to move beyond real agriculture. We've been saying it all the time. First, there is a there is a move by one of my colleagues through the National Assembly to make food a serious policy in Nigeria, food security. Mm. That the must that every Nigerian should be food secured. Okay? And when that comes in, it means government must find all means to ensure that agriculture is at its top point. And therefore means that we must have the necessary infrastructure, particularly irrigation. And so if we maximize its use and ensure that the irrigation, the, the agriculture in Nigeria is about 30% to 40% irrigation, then we'll be safe. Just like South Africa is safe and some of these foreign countries, they are safe because they have banks where they, they store food even if they grow almost all the year round. So this is the situation presently. Aside the real threat thing and aside the insurgency. So except government stands up, first of all, to deal with the issue of wealth, deal with issues that we have enough and so that the price of diesel will come down because it's critical hmm. for processing. Same goes for the fuel itself. It's critical for processing. It's not only for vehicle movement, but for the processing value chain line. It's very critical for it. That's what they use in processing line. That's what they use in processing gallery. These are issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. And other food stuff. So if these, we can immediately do that, uh, which I think they are trying to do, we, know, we notice that the fuel line is decreasing. However, some people are selling beyond the normal 165 or 162 line. Yeah. So when this is able, we are able to abate this problem, I'm sure we will probably escape this this total number of people who might fall into this crisis. Otherwise, we'll get it. So do you subscribe to the school of thought that, that we should get food from other countries into Nigeria so we don't get to that point where millions of Nigerians will go hungry? Okay, now let me tell you. The question is, 
There are two aspects in this. What do you want to do? Will anybody give you food free, food free, which we call food eat? Don't forget there's a war going on in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have been displaced. So because before they think about you, they will think of those people first. <laughs> and then number two, do we have enough money? We are even struggling to import the poor now. Do we have enough money to import food to cushion this situation? And even if it comes, you and myself know what happened during the COVID crisis. How many poor people got access to this food? The palliative. Mm. <laughs> the palliative. Did they get to the rural area? These are issues. Again, I see, I see again another scam. Now some people want to divert our money, our hard-earned currency now, and enrich themselves again and say, oh, let us import food. Which food are you importing? Solve this critical problem we are seeing. Bring in the fuel, let the fuel prices drop as they used to be. Then vehicles can move freely across a rural area and bring out the food so that this problem, you see, this total number of food crisis is going to start first and foremost in the cities, not in the rural area. Hmm. It's in the cities where you have people who are really strolling about, they don't have jobs, they are looking for how to survive. So it's going to hit us first in the cities. So if we do not check these spots, and then the long term is investing in irrigation infrastructure hmm. to a large extent and improving the agricultural system away from this rudimentary aspect to at least a more mechanized agriculture, then we will not get into this crisis and this, which I call a life cycle we go through. We should go up those cycle because they are called poverty trap. Hmm. It continues. So this might be. So I'm sure I know that Nigeria can feed itself, except we don't want to put our heads together and ensure that we empower the farmers rightly with the right with the right resources in terms of input and also reserve grain. I mean, uh, what we call silos. The grain silos. Is that the problem now? We hardly have silos again. All our silos, this, uh, the national silos, they are dead. In fact, some of them are being are being loaned out to private entities. But to the extent to which grains are reserved in these silos, we don't know. So these are the things we need to revamp back and ensure that we have, these are silos, the national grain silos, are well fortified and working. So when they are working in times of leanness, just like we have, then you pump out grain so that the prices of food stock will prevail, will fall, and people can have access to it. That was Professor Victor Korua, an agri-economist from the University of Ibadan. However, the government assures all partners of government's commitment to upholding the outcome and recommendations arising from it with a view to enhancing the food and nutrition security situation in the concerned states through objective intervention programming. As one said, there's no food security without peace and there's no peace without food. God bless Nigeria. And with that, we've come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. To all the voices we heard on the show today, we want to say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production. It is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this episode and other episodes of Nigeria Daily on dailytrust.com or on buzzsprout.com or even listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 Joss. You can also listen by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, 
let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. Call or send us a message on 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now. 